almost afternoon, Black family. Sadat here. Got my brother Lasmore here. He dropped off a couple of new pieces of content. This one's about 27 minutes. Well, you know, the Asians and Africans, they, uh, you know how they bitched about affirmative action? You know, because they figured all the black people were getting affirmative action. Well, guess what fucking for now? Let's, let's listen to this. My, my brother here can explain it better. Well, today on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have, you know, something that we said was going to happen long while ago. Now, you remember Edward Bloom. He's the guy that held spearheaded that student for bad admissions case in the Supreme Court. He said that Asian Americans were being discriminated against in college admissions. Then you had the lady Yatin Chu and all of them. They were celebrating that affirmative action was removed from college admissions. But we have some headline that we need to see here. Now, we tried to tell them. We tried to tell them, but they didn't want to hear it. Let's look at this on the screen here, what you're looking at. Post-affirmative action. Asian American families are more stressed than ever about college admissions. That don't sound right, ladies and gentlemen. What, what? You said that you were being discriminated against because of affirmative action. You said black people were getting into college over Asian American students who scored higher and deserved to be there over black American students. This is what y'all said. So you teamed up with old Edward Bloom over here and y'all conspired to get rid of affirmative action in college admissions. And you got it done. So you got what you wanted. You got, you, you got exactly what you wanted. So what's the problem now? And after it happened, the, 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 the folks, they media, they were shocked at our response. They thought we were going to get in the street protesting. We were going to be crying. We were going to be saying, oh, look at these people, what they're doing to us. We stay quiet. And they were shocked at how we didn't get in the street protesting and acting a fool and doing things. No, we didn't do anything like that. So they were wondering, like, well, what's going on with black people? And then many of us had stated, because we were educated in it, that affirmative action was not even benefiting black Americans. It actually benefited more white women than it benefited black Americans. It benefited actually Asians more than it benefited black Americans. It benefited immigrants more than it benefited black Americans. It benefited more white LGBT than it benefited black Americans. So we're like, we good. We are cool. If they want to take it away, take it away. So now it's gone. Something that actually benefited y'all and because you let them spit in your ear and we'll get into that for a minute because a lot of you other groups you know, need to learn, learn, learn something you know hopefully you'll listen but let, let's go ahead and go through this because we, we got to go deeper so they have an admissions consultant described they say what it, what it takes to get into an elite college they say they have to take 10 or 20 advanced placement courses to create a showstopper project 
is that Asian American students that they need to be extremely strategic in how they present themselves to avoid anti-Asian discrimination. They say the consultant Sasha Chata of Ivy School Scholars said at the October webinar to an audience of mostly Asian parents and students, why are you worrying about anti-Asian discrimination? Affirmative action is gone. Remember, it's on merit now. It's on merit. It's not on, on race. It's on merit. What do you mean anti-Asian discrimination? You can't talk about race. You cannot talk about race. You threw that out. That's what y'all got done. You remove race out of it. So I don't want him to talk about no anti-Asian anything. It's all based on merit. Maybe you just didn't have the grades. That's all, right? It's about merit now. Now, Edward Yin, who doesn't consider himself a type of parent, wonder what extreme accomplishments his 11-year-old daughter would need to get into USC, considered a relative shoe-in back in the 1990s when he attended. You say in the first college application season since the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a burning action, Asian American students are more stressed out than ever. Race-conscious admissions were widely seen to have disadvantaged them as borne out by disparities in the test scores of admitted students, but many feel that race will still be a hidden factor and that standards are even more opaque than before. Oh, really? Really? You don't say. See, Black Americans been screaming at all of you groups. It's not just them, it's all of y'all. You come in here and you fall for the trickery of, 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 of the white supremacy. See, this is what they do to y'all. And y'all fall for it every time. When you other groups come in this country, you look at black folks and you look at, you know, the folks. And you know good and well how horribly we treat it. You see it. You say, oh, ho, ho, I don't want to be treated like them. I, man, whatever I got to do to get chummy with the folks, I'm going to do it. Because I don't want them to treat me like that. So what they have realized is that these other groups of people want proximity to them. So I say, hmm, we can use these other groups because they got, you know, they're so-called minority. They want proximity to us. They're willing to do our dirty work. Right? right? So what we got to do, we got to let them know they got some camaraderie with us, and they're better than the black people. So what they do is they give you a little bit higher position in, in the white supremacist system, and, 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 and you get a little bit more benefits than black folk, but at the end of the day, you would never be in their position, no matter what you do, no matter what you achieve in this country. So they'll tell you things like, you know what, you work hard. You're just such a hard work. You're, you're so smart. Oh, you're so smart. You're so much smarter than those black American people. Look how lazy they are. They're lazy. The only reason they get into college is because of the black. They don't store. They don't score anything on tests. They they don't they just that's the only reason they're getting into college. See, they get into college over you. You're smart, right? And and they're not. So we want to get rid of affirmative action. Because, see, because that's harming, harming you, don't you, you see? Don't you see? And, and think about it. If you if remove affirmative action, then you can get into Harvard. You can get into Yale over that black person that got in just because of their race. Right? They're not telling them that, okay, either they get into school. Can they stay? Are they finishing? Because race only going to take you so far. Then you got to get do the work. You got to pass the test. You understand what I'm saying? You got to pay for it. 
So they, 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 for years, the white supremacists, especially Edward Bloom, tried to do that with Abigail Fisher. Didn't work. White woman. So they said, let me do it with Asians because they are so-called minority. And they have those in their community who feel they feel they're black Americans. So work with them, went to court, got exactly what they want. Now, what helped what you helped get into college, college is gone. gone. And the white supremacist have it exactly like he wanted. And now he's sitting back smiling and laughing at you. Because you assisted him in removing something that black folks fought You understand? Now, now you're realizing that you live in a system of racism and white supremacy. And no matter what you do, you have literally removed the constraint off of the white supremacists in these schools. Every time you sit up there and play footsie with the white supremacists, you're going to be burned every time. But we told you, we told all of you who come into this country that. We told you. But you think you know better. You think, oh, they like me better than, than they like them. I just read a headline today that said that when Asian Americans move into a neighborhood, white folks are moving out. No different than when we move in, they do the same thing. If they really like you, why are they moving out when you move in? Remember, you work hard. You go to school, right? They say you don't commit crime. But yet they're getting away from away you. From you. Having you. <laughs> but let's continue. We can talk about that all day. Okay. Now it's saying so seminars. It's say like chatters around so Southern California. It's this fall, some held in Korean and Mandarin. For immigrant parents, the soldiers reinforce the message. Even students with superhuman qualifications are regularly rejected from Harvard and UC Berkeley. Say parents who didn't grow up, say in the American system, and who may have moved to the U.S. in large part for the children's education, feel desperate and in the dark. say some shell out tens of thousands of dollars for consultants as early as junior high, fearing that anything less than a name brand school could doom their children to an uncertain future. Sometimes anxious students are the ones who ask their parents to hire a consultant. Now, to me, that sounds silly. So, well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have, you know, something that we said was going to happen long while ago. Now, you remember Edward Bloom. So there he is, Mr. Amicious Asian coming from Korea. China, Japan, oh yeah, and, and I'm gonna get something straight with you. I'm, I'm not leaving you African folks out either, because you know when this shit was drugged out, they had this guy from Nigeria. He he was in there right along with the Asians. Oh, I can't get in school because the black people here they get preference, and I'm from Nigeria and I got good grades. Yeah, you see everybody kind of leaving that out. I'm not letting no motherfucker get away. None of you motherfuckers. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If I talk about Africans, I'm talking about Asians, I'm talking about black people in America. Hey, ain't nobody gonna escape my wrath. Now, I know this brother leaving it out purposely, but that, that's put him in there too. 
Because you a lot of you African people, and I'm not saying all you because a lot of you are decent people, but a lot of you motherfuckers, just like these Asians, just like every other motherfucker coming here, the Ukrainians, the other goddamn Polish, and every fucking body else, they come here and they look down on us. Because you believe all the bullshit they've told you about us on their news. They feed you a steady diet of black folks ain't no good. And that's all you ever see. You can go on any goddamn social media site right now. And all you're going to do is see the same shit. A bunch of Negroes clowning, fighting, stealing. But guess what? If you look at this shit long enough, you start realizing that these are repeats. This is shit that has happened before and ain't happening now. But they keep putting that in your head so you keep thinking that's what they are. You know, they're doing all the crime. You know, you come to America and most of you people, Africans include everybody. They come here, Haitians, everybody else. They come here and they say, stay away from the American black people. Stay with and stay close to the white people. You dumb motherfuckers and they use you. And we sit here and we look at you. See, this is why I told my friends back in the 60s when we were going through all that shit fighting these motherfuckers. Let them other motherfuckers fight their own battle. But they were so concerned. They wanted to, they wanted to be, oh, we're going to have a coalition for the gays, the women, the Mexicans, immigrants, and every other motherfucker with us. And I told you, you know what's going to happen in the end? All them motherfuckers going to get advanced and we're going to still be at the bottom in this goddamn country. And guess what? Maybe I was 50 years before my time, but sure came out to be true. But, you know, now you're going to complain that now it's the white man. So now you want to get together with us again. Fuck you. And any Negro in this country or black person that jumps in that bandwagon talking about we people of color or we all being mistreated, you can kiss my black ass because I don't have shit to do with you either because you're a fool. Women played a fool too long, don't you think, black America? Are we going to wake up? Have we awakened? You know, just like we carry these, you know, bottom-feeding Negroes in America. You know, the ones out here committing crimes and everybody want to go to bat for them when they get caught up in their bullshit. You know, like, oh, they so innocent. Nah, fuck them motherfuckers. I done told y'all that too. Everybody can't be helped. These motherfuckers going to jail like and killing, stealing your cars and doing all that shit. And then when they get caught up in some shit and the police blow their motherfucking brains out, First thing y'all want to do is go out here and act a fool. But see, I'd be out there with the police and blow your motherfucking brains out because you just the same type, no good motherfuckers there. Same thing with these goddamn immigrants come here. Now, a lot of y'all say, well, these people are racist. Well, I'm going to say that too. I, like I say, I talk about my own too. Them folks ain't racist to you. They just know you a bunch of ignorant motherfuckers. Like you, I heard that today. Somebody said, Chinese are racist. But then another person was saying, well, how, what happens when you, if you go to China? I said, I didn't have no problems. I was there. I've seen a couple of other people since, since then. There's been a couple of young ladies over there. Matter of fact, one of the older Chinese ladies, she got her hair permed up like a sister girl. She looks good in it. As a matter of fact, she looks exactly, basically like a, a, a what you call it, um, ancestor or bloodline to Nelson Mandela. And you gotta remember, the Chinese do come from Africa. And they do have damn good featuring bloodlines along with the Igbo. I think that's in South Africa. I forget what Nelson Mandela's uh, heritage is. But if you look at them, they, they look exactly alike. Just as a matter of fact, the colors ain't too far apart. They look, they look alike. 
And they and they believe like they eating up these sisters and they, and a couple of the brothers said, now these women like your ass now y'all go on there buying hair off these motherfuckers off the street. How stupid are you, black people? See, I talk about that shit too. But back to this, y'all ask for this. So okay, you you Asian people, you know you you people from India, you people from Africa, you people from Mexico and every fucking where else. You ask for this, you got it. Don't ask us to go marching and helping you with no bullshit. We don't give a fuck you help us anymore, cause you never helped us in the first goddamn place. We were the ones in the front line getting our asses whooped and killed. You motherfuckers were behind us. Maybe one or two rode up front with us, but the most of you motherfuckers were in the house hiding, waiting. And, we, and a lot of Negroes were the same way, it, it, waiting. They what the black folks went out front, got their ass from them niggas came up after the fact, and then they want to jump in front of the line, talking, about, yeah, we all together, you know, I did, you ain't did shit. I knew that, I watched it, but I wasn't going to college anyway. I found a good business in the electrical business. I became a tradesman. Good money. I tell a lot of you black young people that now, stupid motherfuckers don't listen. Y'all want to go to college, spend $100,000, fine. You ain't going to learn shit different. They're not teaching you how to, you know, do computers and build robots and all that shit. Now, if you want to be a doctor a doctor or something, I wouldn't even say lawyer because that ain't paying too much either because there's too many of them. But if you want to be a doctor, that's the best thing you can go for. But then again, they discriminate definitely against black people as being doctors. Because you go to any hospital in America, you got Indians and Asians. And you got Filipino nurses. And as a matter of fact, a lot of them are becoming doctors now. So what the fuck? So black people at the bottom again. And let me tell you how that works too. They look down on your ass. That's right. Them doctors and shit in them hospitals, they look down on our black ass. Trust me. They do. They look down on us, but guess what? They wouldn't even fucking be there if it wasn't for us. But nobody seems to give a fuck. And I told y'all that too back in the 60s. Fuck them people. If they want some equal rights, let them fight for their own shit. Same thing with the women. Told the sister girls, why are you championing for women's rights when ain't nobody fucking over black women? Not black men at least. But y'all want this equal rights shit so you can step over your man and you'll do just what these fuckers want. And the goddamn government stepped in and said, hey, if you get rid of that man, we'll give you welfare, we'll give you somewhere to stay. And if you want to go to school, we'll give you money for that. What did you ignorant motherfuckers do? A lot of you women did. Black women, you threw the man out. You told him, I don't need you no more. So the black man left. Now look what you got. In all them shithole neighborhoods, you got number wild-ass girls, wild-ass boys, fucking around, killing each other, even killing your motherfucking-ass parents. Yeah, how many times you hear now these little young motherfuckers kill their mama? Because ain't no daddy in the house to kill. You see, because y'all don't drove the men out. Now you're mad because the men going overseas. The black men saying, fuck y'all here. We go overseas. See, everybody that didn't listen to us, because there's a lot of other black people that felt like me too. Black men mostly. And a lot of black women. But most of the, the majority of them, they all went along with this everybody routine. Now you motherfuckers paying for it. Now you pissed off. I don't give a fuck. But what happened? Like I said, you know, you people got your chance in life. You moved up. You looked down and frowned on the black people. And even though a lot of you look at us like, oh, you must come from the hood. Let me tell you, you motherfuckers, some of you Africans. Let me tell you, some of you Asians. Let me tell you, some of you Mexicans and every other motherfucker that come here. 
Don't be surprised. There's more rich black people in this motherfucker than you think. There's more middle class black people than they think. They just don't come out acting a fool. You don't see them. There are millions and millions of us. We don't have to go out and prove shit to you. You know, but you motherfuckers, you got shit. You go out where you want to get the biggest house in the goddamn neighborhood. Ain't making shit. And then when the motherfucking hard times come, you lose the motherfucker. Guess what? You can't even be fucking retired because you're still paying for a fucking house that's twice the size you needed. Because your eyes got big, you want to keep up with the white boy. And so do a lot of you Mexicans, so do you Africans. And you know what? You die and you still ain't paid for that motherfucker. 30 years later. Shit. Guess what? My house paid for it. And I bought this motherfucker when I was what? I was 39 years old, was it? Yeah. I bought it when I was 30, 39. And I paid for it 12 years ago. Ain't that something? You know why? Because I bought a brand new house, just like anybody. But I bought what was feasible, nice looking, nice area, everything else. But I didn't buy no super motherfucking house. For what? My kids were grown. I raised my kids, so I, it was just me. So what the fuck do I need a big ass house to prove to who? And you know what? In my neighborhood, motherfuckers bought them houses, and guess what? I can only count maybe three or four people in this whole goddamn development that were here when I came. Because they all lost their shit. And I'm talking white, black, everything else. Well, it wasn't that many black people. It was all white people, mostly. 95% black. I mean, white. And Asian. And Hispanic. And most of them lost their shit. Because when the recessions hit, they couldn't afford it. But then they looked at me like, how are you doing this? Guess what? You must be a drug dealer. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the next thing he tells we all drug dealers. Like I tell you, black people ain't got to tell you what they got. You know, people like you see Floyd Mayweather hustling his money all out. He's such a big rich man. That dumbass motherfucker. Somebody walk in his house and blow his brains out. Ain't nobody going to try to fight him. They'll walk up on his dumb ass and blow his motherfucking brains out and take whatever's in his pocket. He probably don't care with no more than $2,000, $3,000 in his pocket, which he don't fucking need. And they'll kill that dumbass motherfucker for that. And all that money don't mean shit. But, you know, you got people that do shit like that. And now, now you people decide you want to kick us to the curb, all the black folks. Guess what? We happy for you. I hope you get in college. I don't give a fuck you do or don't. You know, my kids are grown and gone. They got their own families. I don't, And I tell them the same thing. Do what you want to do. Dad told you what to do. Dad did this for you. Did that for you. You decided to go your direction. I'm glad for you. But don't ask me to change anything in my life to accommodate yours. Now you find out how the real world is, and now you Asians will find out how it is, and you Africans gonna find out how it is, and you Mexicans gonna find out how it is. All you motherfuckers that went against us and turned on us like the fucking dogs you are, you're gonna pay for it. And guess what? Don't come crawling to us. Like I said, I'm not talking about African people, I'm not talking about Mexican people, I'm not talking about Asian people. I love you all if you're decent. If you treat me right, I'll treat you right. If you act like you got some sense, I'll treat you with some sense. But if you act like you want to backstab me, I'll let you know. I'm not stupid. I've been watching motherfuckers all my life. I'm 68 years old. I've been watching motherfuckers all my life. I had to. So I've been making a quick analysis of people when I meet them. Because of the type of job I had. 
whether you worth shit or you not worth shit. So I learned real quick. And I knew back then a lot of motherfuckers gonna go stab you in the back. You know, I just knew the way the world was. You know, I don't know, like I said, fortunately I, I had good insight of what things gonna be. And I had a good mind, I use it. A lot of you got good minds, but you don't use them, but that's not my problem either. So, now that you can't get in them colleges, and if you do, you're going to Harvard and all that shit, what? What for? Who the fuck needs lawyers and shit? Did, do you dumb motherfucking people look at what's happening out here? You know, it's a, it's a tech, this is the tech century. The last century was industrialization. This is the technical situ, uh, century. Leaps and bounds on, you know, miracle medicines, miracle machinery, miracle robots, everything. And you fools going to school to be a lawyer? Use a goddamn waste of time. But just stay the fuck out the way because a lot of my folks are going there now. I guess you'll go there and start some shit there too. But then I wouldn't suggest it because a lot of these young people don't call on to the bullshit you just pulled on. Even though they weren't going to college, they saw how y'all turn on. And they will fuck you up. They will actually fuck you up in school. They don't care. They got nothing to lose. They got everything to gain, and you know, and you ain't gonna make them lose a goddamn thing. So if you're gonna come in there after you don't fuck this up, you're gonna come in there where they ain't letting them in the technical schools, they won't let us in, you might get your ass killed. I'm telling you, that's the truth. That's the feeling amongst us. But then again, you know, y'all do what you want. But next time, well, it ain't gonna be on next time. You ain't gotta keep your mouth closed, cause you already fucked up. And we don't care. Be happy. I hope the best for you. I don't wish no bad on you. But all you immigrants come here, let me tell you one thing right now. Black people in America are not your motherfucking friends. We've had enough of you. We've had enough of the backstabbing, the back talking, the you know, the going around us, you know, not listening, the chat and whispering behind our back and thinking bad of us. We've had enough of you motherfuckers. Stick to yourselves as much as you want to. We don't care. We've lost enough fucking with you. That's what I'm telling people. Now, I don't know what the rest of the black folks tell you. That's their problem. So you folks stick over there and you play your judgment shit. But if you come around black people with an attitude like you think we ain't shit, I would suggest you stay as far away from us as you can. Because you come around one of us, people like me, we can read you real quick. If you got that attitude like you better than us, we will fuck you up. Seriously. We will fuck you up. We will make it so hard for you that you will get the fuck away from us as fast as you can. Now, that's my opinion. But, as the brother said, y'all got it ended. And like he said, you ain't no black people complaining about it. Because it wasn't doing us no good. Like I said, a lot of shit that happened. Other motherfuckers benefited from what we did. And I'm glad a lot of people seeing that now. But what we did back in the civil rights trouble, all them years, because I realized that's what happened. I kept telling them back then, don't do it. If we had just concentrated on black Americans, we'd be a lot further ahead right now. Because they weren't afraid of the motherfucking Mexicans. They weren't afraid of the goddamn Arabs. They weren't afraid of the Indians. They weren't afraid of the Asians back in the 50s, and, well, actually the 60s. They were afraid of our black asses because we're the motherfuckers who had got enough and was about to put their goddamn country 
into the first century because we were about to burn the motherfucker to the ground because we had enough. But then they got all you trick-ass motherfuckers that say, UK, you signed up with it. That's some trick-ass niggas. Good luck. Fuck you. Take care, folks.